This week on Tea with Queen and Jay, it's the 2015 Struggle Olympics. Featuring Pray for Paris versus Pray for Kenya, HBCUs versus PWIs, and Fighting a Man versus Fighting Each Other. It's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. Tea with Queen and Jay. Like a Patty LaBelle pie. What? I feel sweet and delicious. So sweet, and delicious. And hard to get. Make people sing. I'm limited edition. What? People are like, I'm sold out at Walmart. I'm all sold that good out. shit. I am all of that and good all shit. Of that, like a sweet potato pie. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, that's how I feel. Uh, welcome to Tea with Queen and Jay. I am Queen. And I'm Jay. And, and this, this is Tea with, with Queen, Queen and Jay. And Jay. Hey. <laughs> A sweet potato. Wow. <laughs> I had to sound like, you know, James like Brown. Would, okay. All right. That was intense. That was intense. I don't know. It just came out. All right. Well, welcome to the podcast, guys. What kind of tea are you drinking? I am drinking English breakfast. Mm, that's yep. delicious. Yes, that may, yes. are you, do you have a caffeine thing? Because that might keep you up. Um, It doesn't matter. Okay. That's good. <laughs> I'm drinking chamomile. My brother bought us some delicious tea, and I'm using my new tea infuser, and I'm feeling super adult-like. Dope. Little, little pinkies up to the bro. Yeah, pinkies up to the bro for that. Um, what else is happening in your world? Um. Oh, so here was what I was thinking. Yes. Before we get into that. Okay. Okay. I've been thinking about the show. Yes. And I've been thinking that I'm happy you think about the show. I do. I so think great. about the show. I think about it like too. every day. I mean, so watermelandria cool. takes care of like yes. a lot of the day to day stuff. Yes. But outside of that, I'm thinking about the show yes. all the time. Agree. Same. Um. So watermelandria. If anyone who's new to the show is our intern. Yes. So uh, actually, no. well, just keep going. Okay. So I was thinking a lot about the show, and I was thinking that we like to give shout outs and pinkies up to things that we are excited about and you know just different shit that like keeps us going while we are dealing yeah, with so other like real life shit or rare. whatever um so i want to keep that going i want to make sure that we are always pinking up things pinking up things giving shout outs and praise to shit that we like shit that we enjoy yes um yeah so i just wanted to like Make sure that we're doing that. All right, Remind I'm with it. Remind us to do that every episode. I'm down for it. Because we need more good juju up in this pias. Yes. You know? No. So. None of that foo-foo. None of that foo-foo. Mm-mm. More good juju. Yes. Seriously. Um. So, yeah. So, that rhymed. But anyway. So, so you, you, I thought you wanted what? to start. No. no, you were talking, but I just oh, had okay. to say that. So, I do want to give two pinkies up. My yes. first pinky up is actually for Water Melandria. Because she's been doing the damn she has, thing. She has she helped has. us double our listens. We have. 
She is rocking our Twitter. Water Melandria. She's on top of things. Is the shit. She works And hard. that's why you should hire her. Exactly. She's doing the fucking thing. She I appreciate Water Melandria. She's dedicated. Um, life does things where you can't be as attentive to your social media as you should be to help mm-hmm. grow your show. And she has been on it and making uh, sure. Cheers. It's happening. So I she really, 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 really want to give Water Melandria a pinkies up because it's fucking dope. And she accepts it. And I, I see her now somewhere on her, <laughs> her one day off having a tea with one pinky up and the other yeah. fist in the air. Yes. You know? And yes, pinkies out yes. to Water Melandria. Shout out to Water Melandria. You are unsung hero. And yes. we are singing for you right now. We are now. singing for you. Yes. Enjoy your flowers while you're here. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. So that was my, my first pinkies up. And mm-hmm. then I wanted to give another pinkies up. Because yesterday I went to a restaurant, um, black owned, mm-hmm. um, called the Krabby Shack. And it's in Crown Heights in Brooklyn. Really? And they just put crab in everything. And yes. they have crab grilled cheese sandwiches. What? I didn't eat one of those. Why? Because I had the crab mac and cheese and I had a crab okay. roll. Okay. But, yeah. How are their prices? It's not crazy expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, it's seafood prices. Sea- seafood is usually a little more expensive. Right, than, but it's not, than, like, crazy. But, yeah. Okay. Um, it's a real casual setting. It's not like a, um, you don't have to make a reservation type mm-hmm. of restaurant or whatever. Mm-hmm. They don't have alcohol, which is womp womp. But oh. I usually yak in my bag. I didn't, I didn't yesterday. I didn't no yesterday. Thought juice in the bag. I didn't have thought juice in my bag. But... It's run by two black women. They were there when we went there. Mm-hmm. They were really nice. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was just nice. It was a family nice. there. There was some, there was people there on, a, some people on dates. Family was. It was just, it was just really cute. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to make sure I gave them a pinkies up because pinkies I just like that. seeing. I like seeing people do their things in general, but now more than ever, since the world is reminding me every day that I don't give, no one gives a fuck about me because I'm a black woman. Mm-hmm. It was just really dope to see black women. Doing things. That's awesome. So they deserve a pinky well, cool. Pinky's up to so that. So check out the Krabby Shack in Brooklyn. And I'm not being Paige Davis. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also have two pinkies up. I meant to only have one. But then I remembered that I just finished watching. I'm, I'm like all caught up on Gotham. Uh-huh. And I know you had stopped watching it. But like Jada Pinkett Smith's character is like... Off the charts. Like, I know this is, like, old news. Yeah. For like, most this people. is really old. No. She's not even on this season no. anymore. Maybe she'll come back. We don't know what happened to Fish. Okay? Anyway. Epic. If you have not... Jada is about her fucking money. You don't think they're paying And enough? Jada is about what she puts out in the world. So, she it could have been... Something back. had to happen. She has to come back. She's not... She might come back. She never talked about it like she would... Anyway. Anyway. She's amazing. Made, okay. She never talked about it like she wouldn't come back. She kind of like left it up in the air like who knows what's going to happen, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Yeah. What? Okay, maybe she'll come back. She might come back. She's yeah. just like, you know, we don't know. She's in the water. Anyway. Because she's a fish? Oh, I hadn't even thought about that. No, <laughs> she's really in the water. Um. Anyway, if you haven't watched, if you are not caught up on Gotham, please. Season one of Gotham is on Netflix, and her character is amazing. She's like, it's amazing. 
It's amazing. Cool. She is everything. She's like the best villain ever. Mm-hmm. And just like hardcore and she does not fuck around. Like it's awesome. That's anyway, dope. That's dope. That's dope. Um, but I was thinking about that because I was thinking about Netflix and I recently watched this film on Netflix called Do I Sound Gay? So the origin of this, me and how I ended up watching this is me and my homegirls were sitting talking about guys and she was saying she had just met a guy, but they had been had this great exchange on Tinder or wherever they were talking. They were messaging back and forth or whatever. Right, I know you're looking at me because it sounds like my story. Yes, this is someone else's story. This is someone else's story. It happens more than this once. happens a lot apparently. Oh right. so anyway, to tell everyone else, she had been talking to this guy a lot, and when they finally met for their date, everything about him, all of the like stereotypical markers that of, you like, would associate, what you would associate with, with the gay man, yes, he was had there. Those. Yeah, he had those. Like he was attractive, but like there were other things about him to where she was thinking, okay, well, this, this guy is gay. Yes. Um, and I had had a similar experience. Yes, I remember. Where I was like really digging this guy over tinder or whatever and we were vibing and then i met him in person and i was like oh this is a gay dude this is you know we can hang out he's yeah. fun we can like kiki but this is not gonna be a thing he's like obviously gay which i don't know his who he's sleeping with i know he's saying he wants to sleep with me i don't know yeah, you know what exactly. i'm saying so but i was making these assumptions based on these verbal and non-verbal cues yeah. upon our first meeting yes. you know what i'm saying um anyway So I watched this film. It's basically Do I Sound Gay? It's about this gay man who is exploring the gay voice and what does that sound like and where does it come from and when did it start for him? Did it have a start? Did he always talk like that? He was kind of... Oh, I feel that way. What? I don't have a gay voice, but I always wonder when this... When I meet gay men, like, when did this voice start? Oh, that's interesting. I always think that because it's like... There's always this pitch that comes mm-hmm. with it. There's always this, you mm-hmm. know, you know. Well, it's not always, but right, with that particular. Yes, voice, it's generally like a certain pitch. Voice. There's generally a certain um, diction. There's just like it's patterns that I notice. I won't say yeah, these patterns that I notice, and I'm always thinking, mm-hmm. when did this start? And did it start for this person because the world says this is what you typically sound like mm-hmm. when you are. A gay man, or right. is this really right? How you talk? Right. Like I've always so film thought that. Ex- right. So the film explores all different levels of that, mm-hmm. and like they speak to like speech therapists and pathologists and all that stuff. Oh or really? Yeah. I'm not gonna have this. It's really it's like it's multi-layered and like the social dynamics of it and everything. Because really, he starts off in the film thinking, "I don't want to sound like this. This is I'm not comfortable with this," and I didn't know I sounded as whatever the stereo as gay as yeah. you know i sounded yeah, yeah. and and some people are saying oh well it's not really it's not as gay sounding as this is a whole it's a there's so many levels to i want to see that it now. was very interesting and me who has dated straight men who i'm I, I'm about to say you dated straight. more gay men no just I'm that, joking. we don't even know if that man was gay I'm we joking. don't know but after watching this i'm like okay clearly which i've suspected i'm going off of like a stereotype yeah 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 and yes this is not like a thing i mean because everything else was fine it was just Uh that was like okay there's something gay about him i think it's that and then on another layer of that is that we tied behaviors to certain gender roles and is or genders period and is why do we do that right why are we taught that Mm -hmm. 
you know, that's another. Yeah, it even explored. This is when I was like, my mind, my brain completely exploded. It explored um, the role of like gay men in film uh-huh. and how they have been portrayed through the years, and it like brought it through like Disney and Disney. It's it's. I need to see I don't want to give the whole thing. Yeah, away, yeah. I want to see this. Really, it sounds really, really interesting. Good. It's really, really good. Sounds cool. And you know, when you have that feeling, you're like, am I being ridiculous? Like, oh, I am. I am. Being yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, no, it was it was really cool. So that's my pinkies up. Um, yeah. So good things are happening. No place, child. So, um, I don't know if you have been living under a rock, but um, solid as a rock. <laughs> yes, I've been living under a solid rock. No, I wish I had though. Under a rock? Mm, like, I don't know. It's I don't cool under, under there. there. Safe. Sounds like worms and shit. All right, move along. <laughs> Come on. Um, Mizu, my zoo. Mm-hmm. I think they say Mizzou. Mizzou, okay. Mm-hmm. I will, I've only seen it written. Mm-hmm. I don't really watch TV with it. Right. University of Missouri. Yeah, I University believe, of Missouri, right? and they abbreviated by saying Mizzou. Mizzou. Mm-hmm. Um, there have been ongoing protests because of... Um, it's been racial tension on that university, period, but mm-hmm. the straw that broke the camera's back was someone decided to take their shit and draw a swastika. And a certain student... And shit. I, I just said, take this shit. Yeah, I know. I just wanted to elaborate oh. in, in case people didn't... Feces. Hadn't heard, in case they, for real, were living under a rock. Number two. Yeah, and smeared... Boo-boo. Smeared a swastika. Shit. Smeared a swastika and shit. <laughs> 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 Would you like a smear? How about a smear of shit? <laughs> a swastika smear. Anyway. <laughs> All right. So a student, um, I don't know his name. Jonathan Butler. Okay. Mm-hmm. Jay knows his name. Mm-hmm. Um, decided, graduate student, he decided to go on a hunger strike because he felt that the university was not handling these racial matters the, mm-hmm. in the way that they should be, right. taking them as seriously as they should be. So he went on a hunger strike, which then um, which grew attention. And later, a lot of the football, the first the black players of the football team decided mm-hmm. to join this protest, not play, not go to practice, because they understood how much money the football team provides for this university. Mm-hmm. And it shut shit down. But they wanted was the president to... Right, they wanted the president of the university to, to resign. resign. And it was, uh, like you said, not just this event, but like a lot of... There was a lot of racial things. Racial tension, yes. racial incidents happening on campus that weren't being addressed. In addition to that, um, you know, they're not far, what are they, like maybe two miles away, two two hours away from Ferguson. Yeah. Um, and the Mike Brown issue, usually on a campus where you live, a fucking college campus, when major issues like that or situations happen nearby wherever you're going, the university addresses it in some way. Yes. And it was not mentioned, it was just acted like, you know, yeah, blah, blah. business but, you as know, usual. This is Missouri. This right. is the state that was right, like, right, right, eh. Right. Slavery, let's be the last state to stop that. Like, this is right. So, right. so in an awesome turn of events, um, once the unit, once the football team decided to get involved and really be proactive and um, join the protests, 
the president stepped down because so, where them dollars at like you know, it, it affects yeah, that yeah football is big business yeah so um, so we all know how that goes yes, that, that worked out that happened so, and after that happened um after that happened there was lots of threats as far as the safety of a lot of black students mm-hmm. was not assured mm-hmm. lots of people report kkk sightings all of the things that we know of right racist black white people. students threatening black, black students. students being racist doing the reg- their regular racist shit right. we don't even need to go into detail because that's not what we're here to talk about we're just mm-hmm. giving you mm-hmm. um some backstory so because of that the conversation has Devolved. Yes, thank mm-hmm. you. Um, about HBCUs versus PWIs, which I've always thought this discussion was just stupid. Mm-hmm. I never understood why it was a versus thing because mm-hmm. I thought the most important thing that was that we were getting education. Right. So for anybody who is unfamiliar with uh, those acronyms, HBCU stands for Historically so Black, Black Colleges, Colleges and, and Universities. universities. And PWIs are predominantly white institutions. Yes, and I went to a, I went to a PWI technically, but it was not a PWI because I went to a CUNY school. Okay, so it wasn't a PWI. You did not go to an HBCU, but you didn't. You were not at a PWI. Yeah, so I wasn't anything. So I'm out of conversation. Bye. Now I'm playing. <laughs> um, <laughs> Turn off the show. But. Mm-hmm. I just always thought this converse, this conversation was redundant, mm-hmm. especially when the as far as respectability politics go, they just told us to get an education mm-hmm. for us to get equality and all of these things right. anyway. So it was like, why now does it matter where I go to get this education? Mm-hmm. Why you, you it, as a black student? Yes. Right. Why does it now matter where I go to get this education? Blah 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 blah. So that's why I just never really understood this whole versus thing. Mm-hmm. When this conversation arose because of this incident, it made me angry because how insensitive are you that you say, well, if they were at an HBCU, they wouldn't be going through any of this shit. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Like, mm-hmm. so what? So what happened? So the the lives of these students are put in danger, and where is this stuff happening? What is this on Twitter? Is this like, um, every um. Twitter, I've seen articles, not with this particular situation, mm-hmm. but that allude to that. Mm-hmm. Well, if these people had went to HBCUs, they wouldn't have to worry about these things. Right. Which is, I don't get why is that, why is that a part of the conversation? Mm-hmm. How is that solving any problem? Mm-hmm. First of all, the amount of HBCUs versus the amount of black people in the United States, how mm-hmm. are we all going to HBCUs? Mm-hmm. How is that happening it's not (laughs) you know what i'm saying like let's Mm -hmm. be realistic here Mm -hmm. you know those schools are private those schools cost much more money Mm -hmm. well tsu tennessee state university i don't don't think they're all private i think there isn't tsu a state university i don't know all right well that's but they're generally they're generally private schools but at the same time if i decide to go to a state school that isn't an hbcu my parents tag dollars pay some of that tuition Mm -hmm. so why should i not feel like i belong in this space right which is another thing Mm -hmm. that is just ridiculous to me but it's just 
it's annoying to see that instead of black people coming together mm-hmm. to um, help the situation, to mm-hmm. make these people feel better, like mm-hmm. they're going through shit, and for you to just say to them, well, if you was at an HBC, you weren't going through any of this anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just ridiculous. Right. And why are we blaming each other for shit? Right. I think that what has traditionally bothered me most about this argument is because I went to uh, PWI, mm-hmm. went to Vanderbilt University in Nashville, Tennessee, and I went there because of the financial opportunities that I had to go there, and yeah. it didn't place a large burden on my family, so I had opportunity. Um, and so that is why I chose that university. When I got there, we were close to TSU, we were close to Fisk, um, and so we always communed and had a lot of interaction with the yeah. HBCUs in the area just as black students on Vanderbilt's campus. So we always had that kind of joint relationship. There was always a unity there. Um, however, I do remember being at some black shit because yeah. I was always doing some black shit or whatever. Yeah. And She's not new to this. She truly is. Yeah, this. yeah. And so there was this girl there. It was like some black shit like panel discussion or situation happening or whatever. Uh, I was actually filming for some fucking class or whatever. And this girl from, I want to say Fisk, but she might have been from TSU, was practically foaming at the mouth and talking to us as students at this predominantly white institution and basically saying, like, how, how, how dare we choose to go to a predominantly white institution, the nerve that we have going there and not supporting traditionally black universities um and basically that we don't know our history we don't have any identity it was yeah she was basically berating and degrading us and at the time i was just there filming we're we're talking and i'm i I understood the raw base level of we should be supporting one another yeah what I didn't understand, I was just so perplexed by the whole thing because when I got to college, that was the first time I had ever been around other black people who knew lots of other black people in their family who had been to college. Uh-huh. Like that was my first time encountering black people who had just a level of wealth that I was unfamiliar with. Yeah. I knew they existed. You know what I'm saying? I know that we come in a wide variety and wide range. I've always known that. But that was my first time knowing people whose grandparents went to this yeah, particular yeah. university. And that was a norm and that was a history for them or whatever, mm-hmm. right? So at the time, I'm just sitting there stunned that this this girl has no... She knows nothing about me as a black person. We share being black and we share that experience. But she's so far removed from my experience as a black woman in this country, from my experience of being of a certain income and from a certain community yeah. of a certain experience, that she thinks that she could look at me and say, oh, well, you had choices. You yeah, could have done this. Exactly. You could have done that. Exactly. You could have done this. In 2008, and this is a post I put on Facebook because I was like annoyed by this bubbling discussion. Yeah. And really, I did not respond to any of the direct uh, attacks that were happening on Twitter or Facebook or whatever, but I saw some of my friends responding to those. I figured I would add my little piece or whatever. But in 2008, only 32% of African Americans between the ages of 18 and 24 years old were enrolled in college. Period, right? So 32% enrolled in any college. HBCU, predominantly white institution, whatever. Yeah. Only 32%. 
right? So I would not imagine, so I went to school, you know, some years before that or whatever. I would not imagine those numbers to have been that much larger before then. Um, and even now it's not that much greater yeah. than at that time. So you look at that percentage of students, right? So 30, so I was there, right? So I'm in that percentage of people or whatever. You making the assumption that of this 32%, right? So it's just 32% of us here. And now you're going to further make assumptions about who we are, where we're from, the opportunities that we have, the choices that we have or whatever, right? So now you're further assuming that I have come from a background where other people have been to college and I know the difference between NHBCU, HBCU, I know the difference in benefits. For, for me to even say, oh, well, this is better for me than that is, I don't fucking know the difference. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know that there are a bunch of black kids here. I went on a college tour. Like, my parents wanted me to go to college, and I was told that I had to go to college. Both of my parents had had some college, mm -hmm. um, but I don't come from a history of people yeah. doing that shit I all don't, the time. I don't either. Like, I have people in my family who went to college, but my mom, she had, she got her degree from NYU, but mm -hmm. she was doing that while I was a kid. Right. That, mother, I, I didn't both have, of my parents I didn't have, yeah, yeah. I was an adult. I see, I went to my mom's graduation. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't come from, like, my mom telling me her college stories right. when she was, I didn't, and that right. was not my experience. Mm -hmm. No. Right. And to assume that that's everyone's experience is ridiculous, mm -hmm. and elitist mm -hmm. and you know like that's how just... i felt i felt i felt so out i felt like in that moment when this girl is having this you know foaming at the mouth tirade or whatever about where i should be i felt like i was sitting in a room like it like how i felt in other classes yeah. where there were white students saying ridiculous things about black people yeah. and at least in that arena at that time, I had the experience yeah. or I had, I was familiar with, okay, this is what white people think about black yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. But in that moment, I'm sitting here, a black woman of a certain class and this black woman of another class is it's saying the, the same, same ridiculous thing. yeah. things, but I don't have experience with this. But it, it happens. Like, I don't, there are some people who are so pro-black that mm -hmm. they become anti-black black right and that seems like that was that space but she mm -hmm. was so like everything is for black and black and black and black that as soon mm -hmm. as black didn't fit whatever her mode right. was, it was right. it's time to hate that even mm -hmm. though it's black but i'm gonna hate that because thing, it doesn't is that fit. clearly you don't you don't know what black is at right? all because what if i sat here from my position and said okay well to me somebody like you is not, not black. black you know what i'm yeah, saying exactly. so which i'm sure has happened because people watch the yeah, Cosby show and like that's that not happened. real, yeah, 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 real yes, da, 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 da. so we've all done that to one another um the other the other angle of this so that was something that happened to me when i was in college, so I was anywhere between you know 17 and 21 yeah. or whatever. Um, but the other angle of this is on Twitter. I actually I feel like on my timeline it was only one person doing that. Oh, I don't follow anyone who I don't. Okay. There are people who do that. There are people that I I don't know. It's like some people on Twitter I could foresee the bullshit and right. I have blocked and muted them, so right. I don't even see what people okay. retweet. Okay, because a part thing. of me was feeling like, is this just this one crazy person who has a lot of followers going nuts, and we're all feeding into it and responding to this one person? Um, I feel, but I feel as if he, if he has a lot of followers, I think you're talking about that guy who's always talking about HBCUs all the time. 
Yes. Yes. Yeah. He has a lot of his followers. Name is HBCU which means these chill people, yeah. At anti underscore insulin. If he has yeah. all these followers, these people kind of have similar sentiments. But you know what? I follow him, and I, I, I am, I am pro HBCU. I'm not against predominantly white institutions or whatever, but I do believe in the value of HBCUs. I, I never saw him I, say anything that was so... I have. Okay. Plenty of times. Okay, I just um, never noticed that. I, well, I'm on Twitter more than you, right. so that's probably why. Right. For me, when it comes to HBCUs, they're fine. Mm-hmm. Every, go where the fuck you want to go. Mm-hmm. Some, like, I don't get that. And then it's like, HBCUs is created because we had no other options. Mm-hmm. They were created because we had no other options. They were created because we had no other options. We have other options now. Why should we not use them? Mm -hmm. And it's not saying that one is better than the other, but we now have options. And why would you make me feel some kind of way? Because maybe I'm exploring options or because I live in a place where there is no HBCU Mm -hmm. and I can can afford to go to that situation mm-hmm. why would you make me feel some kind of way about that mm-hmm. that's you were saying something ridiculous about this person and twitter followers or whatever no i'm saying that if he whoever he is there's some type of con these people relate to something that he's right. saying i i don't see right. like you relate to something that he's saying so mm-hmm. it might not be the extreme of which he feels and how he goes in about hbcus mm-hmm. but there's something there. Mm-hmm. Someone else, I don't know his name either, on Twitter who does the same thing. It's about three of them. Mm-hmm. And if they have these large followings and they're over, they, they always come to these conclusions, I think there are people who, probably not extreme as mm-hmm. them, mm-hmm. who relate to these things. Right. And what annoys me is that going to an HBCU does not stop racism. Mm-hmm. Black people just congregating amongst ourselves mm-hmm does not stop racism Mm -hmm. and i get that we should build for ourselves and all of this stuff because i'm for all of that Mm -hmm. but that does not stop racism Mm -hmm. yes that helps build our esteem and helps build our success and helps Mm -hmm. build us but it doesn't stop racism and we still live in a white supremacist world so once we build up all of this shit Mm -hmm. and then leave our houses what the fuck are we gonna face the same white supremacist system and Mm -hmm. us being in a clove of just blackness in america Mm -hmm. It's not going to solve our problems. Which, and I don't know why clarify, they think right, that yeah. is what that... That's... No, it doesn't. To clarify, though, just for anyone who might be misunderstanding what you're saying, there's a difference between... Like, you don't, you don't have to be at a university to... You don't have to be trying to stop racism. You know what I'm saying? You don't have... That's not like... If you want to just go to a university and not... And just fucking study, because to me that's what I've always that's what school that's what I've right, for. and that's what I've always saw the value in the HBCUs. I could just fucking if I had gone to an HBCU, maybe I could have just gone and fucking study. No, but it's, it's still other about, stuff happening. No, 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 absolutely, of like, course. I I see the value in both experiences, yeah. but what I'm saying is there's value in both of those experiences. Yeah, right. And so I think that to speak to your point, the misconception is that by me going to an HBCU. It's going to help solve some... It's not going to solve anything. But I, I personally, I do see the value in going somewhere where I don't have to wonder, is my professor being no, racist? Which I understand, which... Racist? Of Are course. They... But then you leave that university and then you're in the world. Right. Like, there, it, it's... A lot of that sentiment seems as if this is the safe space that's mm-hmm. going to carry on forever. 
and it's not. Well, there. Or like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, right, it's, that's not right. what this is. That's not this that, world we live in, and we shouldn't try to say that that's what it is. Right. I think that there's some a bit. The problem is that idiots are having this kind of argument because it's a foolish argument. But there is Extremely. there is something that just to like speak of language, there is something that is carried with you when you go from a which I which I which right. I understand. Right. But they say that as if that is the pillar of what can help um black people gain freedom and right. black all of these things mm-hmm. and it's like yes it's going to help build us mm-hmm. but what does that do for this whole system mm-hmm. that affects everyone like mm-hmm. if we want to um tackle the system we got to tackle it from not just the black angle we have to mm-hmm. have these conversations with white people we have to have you know what right I'm but saying? we don't have to do them in a university setting like we don't have to no, no, of course you don't have right. to. I'm talking about the for the people who feel that mainly these Twitter people that we were referring to earlier mm-hmm. who give this aura of saying that, well, if you went to these types of schools, you wouldn't have to experience that as mm-hmm. if that just ceases, ceases that right, from right, life. Right, and right. that is not the fucking right, truth. Because yes. even if you are at an HBCU, you might mm-hmm. work at um, Chip- um, Chipotle. Mm-hmm. Like, what, like, what mm-hmm. are you... In that moment, okay, for this right. a, a moment of safety, but what, mm-hmm. in the scheme of things, in this big thing called life, mm-hmm. four years, five right. years, right. thanks to you for this five years of solace? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, it does matter, but I understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. like... It does. Have, it does matter, right. but the way that they're making it matter, like, as if that is this huge thing for black people period mm-hmm. in this country is mm-hmm. what I don't really fuck with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I, don't I know just, my, my issue is that the demonization of people who haven't made the choice to go to an HBCU mm-hmm. is ridiculous. It's different things to be gained out of both experiences. Definitely. Um, and it's just, we're, we're all, we all fucking went to college. I just don't like the, the, the thought of and I'm all into black unity and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Y'all know that. Y'all listen to me on mm-hmm. the show. Mm-hmm. But us congregating and talking amongst ourselves, and that's it. Okay. This is, this is I, I'm, I'm listening to you continue to say that, and it's, I, I agree with you because we're both here talking about how ridiculous that argument was. But I have to say, as someone who went to a predominantly white institution, that that feeling of being someone in that age which I and get but I'm saying that using this as a thing to badger is not right right but what I'm saying is that sitting amongst ourselves it is valuable it is important it, no it shouldn't be used it shouldn't be used as that's, this weapon that's what right I, but that's you keep saying I'm... the sitting amongst ourselves and the being in ourselves and the with ourselves and with ourselves and that is actually very important especially when the alternative for some students is sitting in a place where People are fucking with you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. For being who you are and for being yourself. Like, for me, I would say there would be there were times when I would like to fucking just be in a class where my race and my color wasn't an issue. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like the the level of racial tension and not racial tension because I'm doing anything. Racial tension because I'm being myself and I'm 
like I'm the only black person here in this class. I'm not doing anything with any other black person or to anyone else. But my mere presence, the microaggressions, the fucking overt shit, it is stressful for a student. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so I think that for people who don't know both sides of it or don't know the other side of it, the sound of people keep saying, well, you know, if you could just, just staying together, it sounds like ridiculous, but it's not, it is, it is a valuable it's, concept. It's, it's just being misused. That's my thing is that, right. that, that's their draw. Mm -hmm. Well, if we were just together and this and this and that, and it's like, yeah, but you know, like we, it, it needs to be more than just that. Like I get that. That is necessary. It's a big draw that, for me, actually. It's a stupid argument, though. Yeah, and yes, you know yes, yes, that is a big draw. Yeah, for me. yes, I would have preferred that. Mm -hmm. That's a huge draw. It's just fucking stupid because there's a variety of reasons that people go to these different universities. Exactly, and that's something that I know that me as a person. Um, it would have probably been healthier for me to be in that environment, but that's not for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. That's not, not. That's not for every. There are other students who have my similar experience who were, you know, at Vanderbilt and from New York or whatever, and they were cool with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That doesn't mean that they didn't experience racism. They just processed it differently. They yeah, had different definitely. feelings about it. Mm -hmm. um, I just hate the argument. I don't get why it's an argument. Mm -hmm. um, can well, we just stop fi like finding reasons to like bicker amongst ourselves? Right. Like, is that is just right why right i was reading this article today. why you do that yeah i mean this article that i was reading was talking about how hbcus have they have a reason to defend themselves they have a reason to they've been perhaps um kind of cultured to do it because there has always in america been this questioning of anything that is black or black owned um or black run is not good enough. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm yeah, is not acceptable. Mm -hmm. So there is this feeling and this need and this urge to defend your space in the world and defend your existence. But where it gets tricky and vile is when we start instead Have of right running into these idiots, right, who and do it in that way. Exactly, and we start battling one another, and instead of really tackling racism yeah you know what i'm saying and the other thing about it is acknowledging to more to your point that these students who are at these predominantly white universities they're doing the work you know what i'm saying they're doing they the undergraduate work they that, that shit that needs, to, that happen. needs to happen like so they're it's great it that these schools the hbcus are created mm -hmm. and you know it's mm -hmm. great mm -hmm. but we live in this world where we have to do this shit. Mm -hmm. Like, we have to do this fucking work. Right. We do. Right. Like, we fucking do. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. yeah. Those people that are, those white students that are at Mizzou, that are, they fucking your future coworkers. But, so yeah. So, it's you, a blessing that they are in a, in a class where they've met another fucking black person before, yeah. before they get Could to you. Could you imagine if, it, like, you're, you're basically asking for, like, continuous segregation. Mm -hmm. If you're just like, we should just be here and that's right. it. And it's like, I don't think that was a part of the plan. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't. Right. I don't. Oh, it's just annoying. Mm -hmm. Stop being fucking annoying. Well, some people think segregation was good. Like people, like old people. 
<laughs> no, there are lots of old black people who no, said no, that no, we no. were segregated we and had, running our own Because shit. we had to do our own things. And, and then when it comes to integration, and... we had to compete with people who um, were how many steps ahead of us because of slavery and stuff. So, like, I get that. Now we're well, on the same... Now I, now I have to... Instead of me owning my own business and doing my own shit... Mm-hmm. So now that I can get this job there, I'm going to try to get this job there. But now I'm competing against these white people now instead of just me having my own situation. Mm-hmm. Whereas it's... Whereas it's huh? No, I was saying there were old people who felt like... Like old people who are old now. But older black people who feel like back when we had segregation, like a lot of the schools were better because... We were black people taking care of one another. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then integration happened and we had to integrate and be into... What does that have to do with competing? I don't understand what you're saying. Because now, if we were in a black school and uh-huh. I'm a black person teaching black people and, you know, you know whatever, right. it's done, it's being done with a different type of integrity now that I'm this one black person in this white school okay. and there's racism and all Got of this it. stuff. It's different for me to be in this school... I have the right to be here now because of integration, mm-hmm. but now I've competed against all of these systems that I didn't have to compete against before because... As a teacher or a student? As a student. Okay. As a student. I didn't have to compete against these things Got it. because I was... It was, right, it was our right, shit. Right, 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 So integration we were taking was, care of one Yeah. Right, right, integration yes. was great because we were... Integration was good in the sense of now I have the right to be in these spaces. Right. But now that I'm in these spaces, I have to fight against other things I didn't mm-hmm. have to fight against because mm-hmm. we were amongst ourselves. Right, right, That's right, what I was right. saying. Mm-hmm. So, um... Yeah, could we just stop this argument? Well, we are not arguing. But no, I people, was just can you yeah, stop yeah. with this? <laughs> HBCU right. no, argument. It's, it's, like, it's ridiculous. I think that it's amazing that, and and I think it's important that I like that this conversation has been um, ignited again. I like the conversation about mm-hmm. the value of H going to an HBCU, the things that you can get out of going to a predominantly white university. Yeah. I appreciate that dialogue i think it's something that we should be having as a community of people um but i agree the the fucking tearing each other down over making a choice that somebody thinks is the wrong black choice policing each other's blackness blackness is just like okay yeah that's never okay actually never okay oh but yeah shout out to all the students um at all the universities who are using the example at mizzou and fucking trying to get other motherfuckers fired and terminated yeah. and getting fucking school policy changed and, and things like Pinky's that. And Pinky's up to the students of Mizzou. Like, mm-hmm. you stood up for yourself. Yeah. And yeah. did some shit. No, Be proud of that. It was amazing. Yeah. I always felt like the fucking athletes had the most power. Yeah, because they, they generate a lot of the money for these Yeah, players. no, of course. So absolutely. Absolutely. But I think it's always been felt like they had the most power, but they also had the most to lose. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you can use your scholarship. Yeah. Or you can lose yeah, your yeah. So it's very cool to see um to see them stand up like that. So what a time to be alive. What a fucking time. So now it's time for news. news that's, that's not news. Bang 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 bang. This news is not news. This news that Jay and I think should be news, but for some reason it is not because the mainstream media sucks. So we are here to give you the news. It's not news. Brown. So today's news that's not news story is loading on my computer. Uh-huh. Um last night, um I'm not 
Wait. Yeah, sometime last night, a man named James Clark was murdered in Minneapolis um, by a police officer, once again. Mm. Um, they were responding to a, a help call. Somebody called saying they needed help. The police came. Um, and at the end of it, a man was murdered. He, um, they say that... They didn't say he had a weapon, but they said he charged at the police officer mm-hmm. and he was shot. Witnesses say that he was actually handcuffed and was on the ground mm-hmm. when he was shot in the head. Wow. That's witness accounts. Which seemed to make more sense if he charged, he would have been shot in the front of his mm-hmm. head. Mm-hmm. Not the back of he his head. He was shot in the back of his head? Yes. Yes. Um, the witnesses are actually a five-year-old child mm. and I believe another woman. Mm-hmm. So there isn't a lot out on the story because this happened last night. It's not something that's been on the news. I only know of this because I followed the hashtag. The hashtag is um, hashtag James and Plymouth because Plymouth was the avenue that this incident happened mm-hmm. on. Um and this is just crazy. Yeah. And we're kind of tired of reporting these stories, but where else would you hear these mm-hmm. stories? But on here. Um when I Googled this story I only got one um news affiliate that had the story and it was just their local Fox Nine station. So this isn't something that is um a nationwide story, but it's ridiculous. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so. Wow, that's, uh. It's somber. It's pretty fucking somber, yeah. Yeah, but that's what we do here. We try to get these stories out mm-hmm. and into the world. Yep. Yep. So, um, yep. if anything happens, or maybe if we see any articles, um, we will probably put them on our Twitter. Water Melandria will put them on our Twitter mm-hmm. or our Facebook yep. to um, yep. update you guys on what is going on with this story. Or you can just make sure you check out the hashtag, hashtag James and Plymouth, and you can get updates. That's how I got the wind of this story, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is through Twitter updates, yep. Twitter hashtags. Do we have followers that are not on Twitter? Do we have listeners that are not on Twitter? I don't know these people. Yes. <laughs> it's a lot of information on Twitter. Yeah, you should. Twitter is it's for me anyway, is the goat of social media as far as me getting information, as far as me getting up to date information. I noticed that when I find something out on Twitter, I see it on Facebook maybe three days later and then I see it on Instagram like the next week. And <laughs> <laughs> you don't really get news from Instagram, mm-hmm. obviously, yeah. but Twitter is usually the quickest as far as this information is concerned. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's really yeah. good. Yeah. Get on the Twitters. Yes. Um, I wanted to, you have somebody you want to throw in the pit? Yes, I, I do. I to throw somebody in the pit. Yeah. You yeah. should go on first. Um, oh, yes, wait. What? We got to introduce the pit. We're about to throw somebody in the pit. Everybody strap in. About to open some fucking windows. The new XXX has got to be more dangerous, deadlier, more attitude. Who the fuck is this asshole? Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time. Okay, cool. All right. So I want to throw myself in the pit. 
<laughs> Why are you sacrificing yourself? I, I'm gonna sacrifice myself because I played myself, and like, I want to hear this. I no, I did not vote. You and yeah, you played yourself. I did. I put yourself myself. in the pit. I, I voted vote. for people I didn't I really know, but um, I was fucking tired, yo. I was fucking tired. I didn't, you know, I vote in a different area than where I'm at. I was just fucking tired. You know, by law, I know at least in New York City, you can opt to leave work, go to work two hours late or Mm -hmm. leave two hours early, depending on polling time. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. All right. Well, next time I'll do that. Also, I forgot, but... (laughs) (laughs) Also, this is... what? This distance of where you vote was bullshit then. Because also, I, I mean, forgot. Yeah, to an extent. There was a point in the day where I was like, oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. And, you know, I could have. Mm-hmm. But I just didn't. And it's really important. Yeah. And it's like, what? So why don't you vote? Why don't you vote where you live? Because we're voting at the local level. And I live in an area of people who I feel like I have different interests in terms like I don't really what happens here in this area I don't think But you don't just vote for just people. here. You right, do? but this is like local level stuff. Yeah. So I want to be local to like the neighborhood that I could care about. Oh, okay. I guess. Cuz uh, yeah, I guess. I just know that some of the things you vote for affect Manhattan, period. So, like... I'm not from Manhattan. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. But, like, there are people from Manhattan who need things, like... Right, but there are people I know that need things elsewhere. Okay. You know so, what I'm saying? I guess. Right. Because I'm not Now from... that you've told on my business and everyone is coming for me... No, I'm just kidding. Oh. I don't know. Well, I guess that's your logic. Mm-hmm. I want to throw in the pit... Every fucking body who, for some reason, used the Paris situation as a for all of a sudden become an advocate in the soapbox Mm -hmm. and stand on the soapbox and people love standing on a soapbox. (laughs) That's a part of the whole HBCU versus PWI. Yes, yes, yes. It's soapbox time. Any opportunity to soapbox. Yes, yes. Basically, new Christians, new woke niggas. It's just annoying, and um, that yeah. was a sidebar from earlier, but um, it's fine. I did, but it was like it's, all right. it's not. But um, yeah, okay. So we all know. Well, I hope you know what happened in Paris. There was um, attacks. Over hundred people were murdered. Um, some hostages. I don't really want to call it a terrorist attack. Because I just don't. It's not confirmed? Huh? Why not? Because, um, yeah, it's not confirmed who did it. Like, I don't even know. Like, it was a terrorist, a terror. I just don't want to call it a terrorist attack. Why? Um, why? Because I don't want to. You want to say why you don't want to? I just don't want to. I haven't really thought about why I don't. I just know okay. that for right now, I'm just not comfortable calling That's fine. The, the reason that I ask you, though, is because, like, we put a large, like, high value on language and the language that we use. So, I just, but, but I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But that's why I'm pushing you. Go okay. Ahead. So, that happened, which is horrible. 
um, death is always a horrible thing, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to people dying for reasons that these are like political. These, these are reasons outside of them as to why mm-hmm. these people decided to attack these people, attack these people, attack this place, and you know stuff like that. So it's horrible. But what annoyed me was that. I'm sorry, you don't have to call it a terrorist attack, but isn't that terrorism? What? When people. Are I'm not saying attacked. it wasn't terrorism. Okay. I'm just saying I do not want to call it okay. a terrorist attack. Okay. Yeah. So, um, Facebook decides to make that red, white, and right. blue thing to right. say you stand by mm-hmm. Paris, um, which is fine. It's your choice. Do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. But what was annoying me was that, what first annoyed me was someone on my Facebook decides to say, why are we praying for Paris? What about what happened in Kenya? Mm-hmm. And I knew something happened in Kenya, but like back in April, mm-hmm. I remember that. So I'm like, did something else happen in Kenya? So I clicked the article, see the date, April, whatever. I'm like, oh, this is this thing that happened in April. Mm -hmm. Which, time doesn't matter. When you become aware of something, you become aware of something. Mm -hmm. Fine. But for her to, the person to use this as a reason to make this a versus thing, Mm -hmm. why are we praying for Paris? We should be praying for Kenya. Why are we praying for Paris? What about what happened in Mizzou? Mm -hmm. Why are we praying for Paris? Black Lives Matter. Why are we praying for, like, all of that crazy stuff? And it just... Gave me the same feeling that it gave me when it comes to the HBCU versus PWI conversation is mm-hmm. why are we pointing fingers at each other when it's a system as far as why this Paris situation has become as big mm-hmm. and mainstream media in comparison to something that happened in Kenya mm-hmm. or why it took for social media to push and push and push for Mizu to become something in mainstream media. Mm-hmm. Why are we not pointing fingers at these institutions and these corporations and these things that pick which life is more important than mm-hmm. the other? That's who the fuck we should be yelling at. Mm-hmm. That's who we should be pointing fingers right. at. Could we stop yelling at each other mm-hmm. and it's just stupid. It's redundant, and it doesn't help the con- it doesn't help the conversation. It doesn't help progress. Mm-hmm. It doesn't help any of that right. shit. Right. Like get mad at the right people. Mm-hmm. And that's my pick. That's cool. It's just annoying. I support that. It annoys me. It's annoying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was looking at you because you look like you were crying for a second, but then oh, you're, you're not. Nah. That's less I'm fun. T- I don't want you to cry, but. It would have been exciting. Oh, no, nah, I was I'm not like that. Um but it's just I just don't stop being stupid. Also, mm-hmm. as we said about soapboxes, back mm-hmm. to my pit again mm-hmm. now, I guess. Mm-hmm. Do, why do we use these tragedies as times to be vocal about things? I had many things that I could have said about my sentiments on um France and Islamophobia mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. This is not the time to talk about that shit. Mm-hmm. If I wasn't posting about that shit last week or the week before, why would I wait until people, hundreds of people die mm-hmm. for me to voice it? Like, have some tact. Right. Have some tact. Right. That's another thing. Yeah, have some tact. Like, there's no... It's disgusting. And, and the other thing is that we don't know who these people were who were killed. No. Nope. What their stories were. Nope. We don't they know went to a concert. what they believed. They went to a concert. We don't know anything. They wanted they to see... They were minding their fucking business. Going to a concert. We don't know the, the stories of these individual people. And that's not to say that anyone deserves to be attacked in that manner. But it's just like a lot of foolish like fucking chit-chatter, yo. And this is the other thing. People would rather turn to their neighbor and scream at them at the yes. top of their lungs than to attack any sort of 
institutional racism or hate or injustice or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So instead of like yelling at, like you said, the large corporations and the, the institutions that, that who, who that mold and shape how we look at the world yes. and how we look at things, we're just gonna fucking yell at each other and for boldly for and boldly pick. Mm-hmm. which life val- is more mm-hmm. valued than the other. Like, mm-hmm. we see it happen all the time right. as far as media and and people getting mad at Facebook. Well, mm-hmm. they didn't use a red, black, and green mm-hmm. because, obviously, they're saying they don't give a fuck about right. you. And if that's what they're saying, what are you doing for mm-hmm. that conversation mm-hmm. rather than yelling at people who decided to put the red, white, and blue right. or whatever the Paris situation are? Why are we yelling mm-hmm. at them? Yell at Mark. Yell at the mm-hmm. Facebook people. Mm-hmm. Yell at the people that needs to be yelled at. Right. Like, why are we? Why are we? Why are we screaming at people who just decided to pray for who they want to pray for? And just because I'm saying pray for Paris, this does not mean I'm not praying for other things. Just mm-hmm. like Black Lives Matter does not mean that nobody else's matter or only my Black life matters mm-hmm. and yours is redundant and all of that shit. Me praying for Paris does not mean I'm not praying for Kenya. Does not mean I'm not praying for myself. Does not mean I'm not praying for you. It's just, just because when y'all say God bless America, you mean and nobody else doesn't mean that everybody yeah, else Yeah, that's just because like that. y'all say that shit. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean mm-hmm. that's what's implied when other people pray mm-hmm. for other people. Mm-hmm. That's the pit. That's the pit. That was good. I had fun today. I did too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we thank you guys for listening. Thanks to all of our new listeners. Welcome. Welcome to the show. We appreciate you. Yes, definitely do. Um, And that's the show. That is the show. Make sure you have checked out our Facebook page, Tea with Queen and Jay. You can follow us this is follow like us mm-hmm. whatever you do on facebook do that do it there yeah like us we have a twitter and an instagram tea. and a periscope which Ooh. all use tea, tea with, with qj you can find us there you can talk to us you can ask us shit you can fucking retweet us you can hate tweet us we will clap back no <laughs> <laughs> we have a tumblr sometimes we post there um <laughs> Tumblr. Every now and um, then, water melandry gets this on, on there. And she does her and thing. Does a few things, yeah. Um, yeah. that's tea with Queen and Jay. Mm-hmm. Also, we have the show. We are on SoundCloud. We are on Stitcher. We, we are, are on, on iTunes. iTunes. Subscribe, follow, like us there. We're on some other and shit. comment there too. We We're like... on something else that somebody told us we was on. Yeah, we said we was gonna figure it out and we did it. We I remember last show, but we will figure Thanks, out girl. the other thing that we. Or if you're listening. Let us know what that is again, please. Could you tweet us that and let us know what that is again? Because she told us on Twitter. Oh. The other thing that she could listen to us on. Oh, okay. So please let us... Oh, homegirl. Because you're my homie. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have... What is it? A collection plate? <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's not... We have a donation button. Um, feel free to press it. Feel free to not. But um, it's just there because we're trying to help the show grow. And we want to do great things. Mm-hmm. We do. Yeah. So that's it. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks for being here. I had fun, like I said. I did too. Let's take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, that falls under self care. Let's yeah, get some. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. All right, guys. Peace. Later. Peace. <laughs> Folks want to pop off and have opinions about. 
what they think they would do, present a specific plan. If they think that somehow their advisors are better than the chairman of my Joint Chiefs of Staff, I want to meet them. And we can have that debate. When I leave, you want to keep doing this. So then when I come around, you don't want to 